everyone, and welcome to a special episode of Fans of Power. Well, this is still episode 244, but I'm Joe Amato, and I'm here with one of my partners in crime, Nasty Nate, Nathan Kennedy. Um, Tyler's not on for this episode. This is the ones where usually Nathan and I like talking about the Masters of the Universe magazines back in the day. Not that Tyler hates them. You know, he, he we've talked about some of the stories in yeah. here. It's just uh, this is something where we like uh, reading, sometimes picking apart. Maybe something that these people have possibly sent in that they did or didn't yeah. do. But either way, it's kind of fun doing these magazines because they got good stuff in them beyond the amazing art, too. It's it's always a blast to go through these, though, uh, as we go through this issue. Uh, you know what? I, dare I say, I'll go ahead and, and put this out here. I think out, out of the three, because this, this is issue three, I feel like the other two issues were a little bit stronger. I feel this issue, in terms of... Uh, th- uh, it, Things you can interact with in the magazine. There's not as much going on with with this one. I, I feel like. Well, we'll see as we dig deeper into it. But uh, the reason this episode is at three o'clock in the afternoon is because I have the day off. So we thought we'd make up just a little bit of ground and all that time that we missed in the the couple months that I was waiting for internet. And uh, right. I thought we'd treat you guys to a, a bonus midweek episode. So here we are. There you go, definitely. And and thanks for joining us, Curtis Ackerman and Dingalorian. It's uh, good to have you right here. Because uh, we, we didn't expect many people to be here because this is definitely a different time, different day. Some people are, well, it's probably really early for most people. But either way, if you pop up during the show, it's great. We'll still give you a shout-out. And we'll, and we'll uh, still do yep. questions if you guys want to ask us stuff at the end, like we always do. Yep, and... And Nathan will be showing, of course, all the scans for this. For me, you know, I always show, you know, like how my magazine looked, like how much is still there or not there. This one didn't, um, the back cover definitely <laughs> didn't survive too well, unfortunately. Um, none of the posters are in here. Some of the posters that of, of the other magazines, I was able to put them back and shove them back, but this one, no, uh, this didn't last. But, uh, by the way, amazing art from Earl Norm yes. on the cover. Of course, you can always expect to get the great posters in here. But uh, you know, when you're ready to start in whatever way you want to do, we could do it. Well, uh, here we go. I, I've, I've had this up since we've been live. It's issue three, the summer of 1985, so I would have been a whole whopping one years old, or one year old. However you want yeah, to say Now you make me time. feel old. I'm not saying my age, but you make me feel well, old. Well, J- uh, Joe was, I, I think, uh, about to graduate high school when this came out. There you go. Yeah, I was about yeah, uh, 18, 19. I, I mean, I, I flunked a couple times, so yeah, I was, I'm older than shit. But, uh, no. <laughs> no, but geez, you were one? Dear yeah. God. All right. Well, it depends on exactly when this came out, because it says summer 85. When I think of summer, that could be like June. Some people even think May. I, I don't know when the official. I, I feel like the official start of summer on a, on the calendar is somewhere in and June. And this is when again, and, and that's the other thing is sometimes like even though yes it can be considered June, but then like with sometimes with comics or you know even magazines sometimes it was either earlier than summer or later than summer. And because I'll be honest, yes I know this is well obviously this is a summer issue, but I was like. I don't know if I got this in July or August, September, or like you said, May, June. Either way, it was a, yeah, it was summer, but I just, I can't remember when, but this is the summer issue, definitely. We'll just assume that I was either about to turn one or had turned one when this came out. Yeah, because the thing I'd like to remember is because I'm trying to think of, like, well, when the Secret of the Sword uh, movie was shown on television, I think that was, like, in September, 
So I was like, okay, well, that was shown in September. That means that the movie was out before that in the theaters. I honestly, off the top of my head, could not remember in theaters when it was. I, I think it might have been, believe it or not, around March. So it's possible that, yeah, March, you got Secret of the Sword. And then when this came out, of course, they had their kind of version of Secret of the You'll see. There's a story in here that's kind of like Secret of the Sword, but uh, vastly different, a lot quicker. A lot of very condensed down. Yeah, condensed a lot. I mean, so much to where when we get to it, you'd think, well, wouldn't Tila have questions or wouldn't this person? I mean, we'll get to that later, but uh, either way, yeah. Okay. Well, we will go ahead and dive right in. So, uh, oh, real quick. Hello, Legends of Grayskull. Nope, not Sunday already, but uh, we're getting there. (laughs) It's it's almost Sunday, but thanks for joining us, Legends of Grayskull. Soon enough. uh, We have a. an Oreo advertisement here, which I, I think have been in prior magazines. I, I might be wrong. I, yeah. I don't really. And I didn't do it. I did not do my Oreo thing. Some of these little mazes or puzzles or things I do, I did not touch that. So uh, in case you were going to ask, didn't do that. Okay. And we've also been told that September 85 is correct for She-Ra premiere. Secret Sword on TV. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I think it was March in the theaters. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was March in the theaters, but okay. Well, we have our letter from He-Man, which I feel like other than saying, hey, here's here's the poster and here's this, uh, you pretty much get the same message in every single issue, just a little verbiage change. But uh, we, I'll show the posters off at the end because I definitely made sure to remember to put them in here. And you can already get a tease. I, You can't. You can't. I, I could probably lift up the camera a little more. You can already see over there next to my classics collection. I think this is easily my favorite poster from the magazines. So that was definitely one that I had to obtain off of the Evil Bay and hang on the wall. Right. It was. It wasn't as expensive as you think it would be because I just got the poster separate from the magazine. I'm not. And that's when people can make their money sometimes the most. They'll actually sell those you know, yeah. posters separately without the magazine. But I was like, man, if you just get it, you can really, if you look at eBay, you can catch it the whole magazine with the posters and, well, sometimes even save more money, but at least you don't have to go back out to get the magazine later. So that, that, That's true, and I, I'm not going to try to go and buy all the magazines. That's not something that I have interest in because, uh, one, if I had them all, where would I store them? Because I still got to go get all those comic books at my parents' house, and no. Well, I'm sure you got plenty, plenty of wall space and room, and you could do it. You I could. could get it all, Nathan. I could. <laughs> I do. All right, so we have a. I wouldn't even call it a half finished basement because it's a mostly finished basement, and then there's another room that's like the laundry room that leads outside. And I've already put my movies, vintage video games down there. I have. There, there's another room. It's a smaller room, but I have one, and there's nothing in it, and I don't know what to do with it yet. And I don't. I'm like, do I just take more action figures and make more displays? And now Joe's like, buy all the magazines, get all the posters, hang them on the wall. Do it. Uh, I'm telling you, it'd be awesome. I don't you know. gotta do it. And Master, I was gonna say, Master Universe fan in the chat room said he was 13 and still has his original magazine. So we're getting ages of a lot of people. Curtis Ackerman was eight years old. So you brought up you being one. Everybody else starts saying how old there. So now we get an idea of everybody's age. I, I, well, I would say that I w- I'm the youngest here right now, but I know uh, Dingo Lorian already threw in the chat. But I also know personally that I am two years older than him. So he's now the the youngest person here. The youngest. Right yeah. Joe, Joe right. was by far you know the what? oldest. Let's not. Well, hey, come on now. Master Universe fan said he was 13. I I wasn't that old. Damn. 
I don't think it was. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Hey, let, let's get to something real quick. Um, This Wheeled Warriors thing, this, uh, you know what's funny is anytime they show something else, and yeah, I know Mattel put out the toys and stuff, but I never read it. Like, even right now, this is being my, my, probably my first time reading this, if you we're going to read this quick little story, but I always felt like when there was something else in a Masters of the Universe magazine, I was like, what are you doing in here? You don't belong. That was my thought as a kid. I hated it. I was like, this shouldn't be in here. This isn't He-Man stuff. So, God, I don't think I watched the cartoon, never got the toys. I mean, they might have had some cool stuff, but... There was no interest to me as a kid. Yeah, all of all of this is honestly lost on me. This was something obviously before my time, but this was also one of those properties that was just a blip, you know, because it was in between so many other juggernaut toy lines that it just didn't last that long. So I re- I remember I, I nothing just... about the toys. I remember nothing about the show, but uh, I would be interested in checking it out. I'm certainly not against that now. Yeah, yeah, I just, uh, I mean, well, let's get some cool chrome on the two toys there, but yeah, eh, I guess we, I'm not going to even want to discuss this. This isn't a Wheeled Warriors podcast. Go to the next page. That sucks. Well, Forget that page. All right, I'll, I'll flip to the next page, but I do want to say really quick, I was never, like, a vehicle kid. Like, I was more the action figure itself. When it came to vehicles and play sets, like, I would, I would get them and play with them a little bit, but it was mostly just about the, the figure interaction for her. Me for the most well, part. Well, I, I mean, well, for well, Masters of the Universe for me, it was the vehicles and the playsets and the figures. It was because it was so fantasy like. It was like if I was to see these things with kind of the wheels and looking more Earth like kind. Even though, yes, this is you know, it's all fake and phony too. It, that stuff never did anything for me. But seeing something like you know, Blaster Hawk and the Fright Fighter, the Fright Fighter still, I think that might be the biggest vintage vehicle for Masters Universe, and it's also one of the most underrated and barely talked about ones. That is a massive thing. I don't know if you ever seen a Fright Fighter in person. That thing is gigantic. I mean, I I got so much into the vehicles. I mean, Land Shark, a damn. There's so many cool ones. Spidor. See, now you got me thinking about well, all that stuff. Yeah, I do have I do have a Spidor right there in the floor. I'll just move over a little bit so you can see it. But yeah, uh, I don't know. It was always... I think it had to be smaller vehicles that I was into. Like with G.I. Joe, vehicles were fine. But like Ninja Turtles, I wasn't really into the vehicles. I don't know why. It was just something that I never... I don't know. You know, it's weird. weird It says something I guess you never really thought about because, like, the ones you're talking about have more, well, Earth-type vehicles. So it's kind of like, who cares? But in He-Man, it's like it was everything is just fantasy. So when you're looking at something like there's not anything that, you know, like you said, that looks like Spidor or Bashasaurus or Landshark or or any of those things. Like these things don't exist. So I think that's what made you just interested in them is like, you know, what the hell is this thing? At least for me that it captured my imagination just seeing something so far removed from something you'd see on earth it was just memorable and i think half of my thing too was and we've talked about this before that i was into just displaying figures a lot more than i was playing with them even as a kid i I just like putting them on the shelf and just like sitting there and admiring it as opposed to just even as a kid you never played i mean i did i did but i i just i would always when i was done playing i would put them on the shelf and display them or put them back in their collector case and everything. I just liked everything being like neat and put together. Oh, I did the same thing like this, the shelf that's above me right here. This is still, this is the same shelf that my dad built for me when I was a kid. That's why I still use this one on the wall. That's the wall shelf that I had all my master's figures on. And they're almost in the same exact way. I put them 
way back when I was a kid. So, oh yeah, I was the same way. I'd play with them, but then I put them back up. I wasn't one of those box kids or, or under the bed kids no. where they just shove the toys under the bed or throw them in a box and off in the corner. No, they went on a shelf and they were all displayed. And yeah, it's weird how we did that. And I and I never liked other kids playing with my toys either. That would always freak me out a little bit. Or uh, I wouldn't be the kid that would take my toys to school because I didn't want someone else playing with them and possibly destroying them. I just... I, I agree. Very, very weird about that stuff. I guess still weird about it now. But here's our contents. And I, I got to say, we get the same picture again when we get to the He-Man of the issue. Could they have not picked a better picture of this kid? Because he looks just very lost i don't know like he, huh that's called the school pictures you're always shocked they should like, have you know, picked like, something else picture. though like have, have a, a candid <laughs> christmas photo or something Aww. don't go with the school picture that might have been all the poor kid had maybe his family didn't have no camera or nothing and they said could you send in a photo and they you know like my dad can i send one of my school photos and that's all we have I'm like oh you got to honey we don't have the camera <laughs> see the kid could have been poor he might not have been, I, oh, hey, Jesus, Nathan, come I, on, i'm just saying it's not a good picture it's not a good look for that kid oh poor kid that's terrible but moving on to one of my favorite segments of when we flip through these magazines the he-man mailbox let's i haven't read any of these prior so i am very excited to uh, check these out individually. The drawing of Orko, not too bad. I do like that that drawing of Clawful down there. Oh, that, that's the thing. I I remember as a kid, I loved that Clawful. It just made me want the figure even more. I mean, I was like, please, because of course we've seen him in the cartoon like that, and this, the colors are slightly different. I was like, that kid drew a great-looking Clawful. It really made me want the... It's just funny you bring it up, because I thought both of these were really good, but yeah, the Clawful was the best, and Orko's pretty good, and it was from a nine-year-old. Dear He-Man, I am nine years old. You and Orko are my favorite characters. I like you because you're so strong, and I like Orko because he's so funny. Here's my picture of Orko, and that's from Chris Ham, Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. Yes. I have to see if we can find Chris Ham up on uh, Facebook. Hey, but, you, you, yeah, st you still like Orko? No, what are you even talking about, man? My, yeah, my mom made me write that, you know, just to try to get a free subscription and get my name in a magazine. I'm going to have to zoom in a little bit on these. Either that or my eyesight's getting kind of bad. Uh, dear He-Man, I am in sixth grade. I enjoy watching you and Man-at-Arms fight against Skeletor and other creatures and monsters. Tell Orko that if he tries hard enough, his spells will probably work. Remember, He-Man, I'm right behind you all the way. And that is from Brad Blinky from... Kitchener, Ontario, Canada. So sixth grade, he's probably about 12, maybe 13 years old. And I guess I'll give him a pass. It wasn't too bad like some of the other ones we've seen before. But uh, yeah, I'll give him a pass. Not many pictures on this. Yeah. You know, usually a lot of the mailbox, they had more pictures with every one. So this one's just kind of people like, you know, the other one, Dear He-Man, I'm 11 years old. My favorite part of your magazine is the stories. My brother Scott likes them, too. Read, we read them over and over, and that's Bruce by Lexington. Illinois, How did that so. get in here? Like, that's so generic. and uh, A lot of those were bland. Yeah. They're just, I'm almost wondering if some of these were just phony letters. Just look at them. It's like, I almost don't want to read those guys. It's like, it's just blah, blah. Uh, I don't know. At school last year, we played He-Man. It was fun, except when I had to be evil in. I like being Teeler of the Sorcerers. I am in second grade. Okay, well, Tiffany, as a young girl. All right, that was cute for second grade. Go ahead. You can get one now. Uh, this is from Stevie Markovic from Breedsville, Michigan. I watch your show every day after school. Your stories and lessons make my day. I'm 11 years old. 
Isn't that nice? So, I mean, really, just for that person to even say that, your stories and lessons make my day. I tell you, that's what kids need nowadays are some damn morals and lessons. Um, or just, a, or just a, a nice, well, they need something. I was, I, I, um, maybe, maybe, you know what, maybe, maybe a nice whooping every now and then, because, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> this will be kind of awkward, I'm not, like, condoning, like, people take that too far, Nathan obviously. To punch somebody, like, no, but, I hey, man, like. Not, all of us, I know what you all mean. of us here can remember having to go and pick out a switch, you know. And I'm not talking about the Nintendo right, kind so I was of a great, Not me. I mean, I was a great oh, kid. Sure, I never Joe. gave my parents reason. You know what's crazy though? I, I swear to you, it's not a joke. I, I never gave them reason for any of that. I mean, that's. Good. I really was a, a. I was an ass kisser. I was a good kid, and in school, I, I was always good. Only time I ever got paddled when I was with a table that wouldn't shut up, and we were in second grade. And they kept saying it in lunchroom because every table's number, they're like, you know, table 23. If you do not stop, you're going to be going out into the hall and getting paddled. And then we'd get quiet. And it wasn't me doing it. I'm sitting all the way at the end by myself trying to eat my food because I had an extra French fry because I traded my burger for a fry. I like their crunchy fries. Came in this one bag with holes, and they were super crunchy. I'm sitting there just trying to have my mountain of fries with ketchup that I poured down like a volcano. And they kept going again. And sure enough, they said, okay, get up. You're going in the hall. And they lined every one of us up and then went paddle, paddle, paddle. Kids were screaming and crying. When they came to me, I think they realized I'm not a troublemaker. And I, I think I still think that the guy was lighter when he hit me. But uh, they're all crying. I was like, that was the only time I got paddled. I, and all I wanted to do was eat my food. And that goes to show you just how old Joe is because they weren't paddling anymore by the time I was in school. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they paddled. And then some of those teachers would drill holes through the paddle yep. to make it for that resistance to go quicker. Whoosh. Yep. It's like, yeah, I didn't want to. But you know what? It made a lot of the kids shut up. They knew that, oh, my God, if I cause trouble, I, there's a consequence to my actions. Kids usually shut their mouth more. I don't know what it's like nowadays. Uh, I, I mean, like you said, you're not condoning I mean, violence. Obviously, they're not doing anything, and I'm not saying I don't know. It's just a weird time. I know I, what you mean. It's just a generational how you grew up kind of thing. But I remember I, having to go pick out switches. It was the same thing. Like, no, that wasn't good enough. And then they go get the thinnest one, and I can still feel <laughs> like just what that feels like. And it is not a, a good, a good thing. I've never, yeah, never experienced it. And now Grimm's trying to make me feel old. Grimm said, "Paddled? What year was this? Exactly. We got to move yeah. on because I don't want to pick it on me." Um, dear He-Man, I love your magazine and your TV show. I can't wait to see your movie. I am six years old. And that's Jamie Ryan from Chandler, Arizona. Oh. And poor Brett Bonus or Bonus didn't even have any story. Just a great, uh, just picture. a great. Hey, that sometimes that's all you need. But Jamie Ryan, I'm kind of curious how Jamie Ryan felt in a couple years. Once that movie did come out, if they were happy with it or if they were disappointed. Well, if she was so young, uh, you know, I'm just or he I, I don't know if that was a guy or a girl, but uh, either way, I think they were so young, they probably enjoyed it. I think it was only maybe jaded people like me that were slightly older that when we see it, they said it's don't look like He-Man and we got real nitpicky and annoyed by it. And years later, maybe enjoyed it. Some people still hated it, but I think people that were real young, they just uh, might have just embraced it. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, well, I, I mean, don't. you know, eight years old at the time, I probably liked it okay for what it was. Uh, do you, yeah. you want me to? You want me to read this? Do the big one. Do, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> do, yeah, do, the, big do one. the big one. I am five years old, and I like to write stories. Here's one I wrote about Castle Grayskull. One day, there was a fire at the castle. Everyone was running around and shouting, "We need water to put out this fire." 
One little prince was sleeping and did not want to leave the castle. He-Man tried to save the little prince, but Skeletor tried to stop him. He-Man won and saved the prince. The fire department came and put out the fire. <laughs> well, you know, at first I was going to say I'm calling bullshit on Ben Weber being five years old and writing this epic story. Well, but then the fire department came. So I'm thinking, you know what? He still needed help, and he was just rambling stuff to his mom and dad. Because when you hear fire department, it's like, yeah, that came from a kid's head. So this was probably a mixed bag of mom dad and ben weber writing the story and i'm assuming too that snout spout didn't wasn't around yet at this time i think jesus was snout spout just almost around the same time or just after good god now i'm trying to remember what wave he was in but uh uh, yeah, Snout Spout probably wasn't in this kid's memory or even thought to do it. I think he came out just a little bit after all this other stuff, possibly, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Up here, we, we have another subscription, which it was kind of them to uh, show us all three episodes, or three episodes, three issues that have, have been out and released. So make sure you don't miss any of the action. You get the, the posters. Yep. You get... X, X. I didn't cut mine out. I kept it because that, uh, yeah, I, I didn't get rid of mine because I think I was still getting the subscription, so I didn't need to do it by then. I couldn't remember how long each one would last, but, I, I, yeah, it was later until I did the resubscribing. And there's JSP What's Up, and Andy Elsie said Snout Spout was sleeping on the job, so there you go. Andy Elsie, remember, he's the one that, you know, knows everything about Masters and created and all that. But, no, I'm going to give him credit. Andy Elsie, it's, it's because, because of his father – working on the brand way back then is that we know about the lords of power and all those like little uh what do you call them like slides of you know film or whatever it was like little things that would show the pictures he was the one that had them and uncovered them and that's the reason they did the lords of power exclusives at PowerCon because we heard the reference of that in a mini comic you know you know when there was that one that was shown that was an early one yeah. but we never seen the slides it's because of him we had that so if anybody deserves the damn five pack of lords of power from PowerCon, it should be andy yowsey he should have been get one for free because if it wasn't for him we wouldn't even have that there's a ramble see andy popped up and i had a ramble sorry about that oh i, w- I was just gonna be it's like just, uh i was like hey val is mine is is mine in the mail for me to review on the show? <laughs> no, if you were, send it to Andy. Yeah. Get his name, get his address. If he doesn't have one, I don't even know if Andy has one, but if he doesn't, he deserves one. Because if he doesn't he's have the reason what, an address? Uh, no, the five oh. pack. If he doesn't have the five pack, I was like, he deserves what? it. <laughs> He'd have to have an address, <laughs> like, Joe. Everybody's got an address. Well, there's well, some people you don't know, like me that were at one time getting food out of the dumpsters. But let's go to the next page. Uh, uh, where are we at? We on the on page with the next letter section? Uh, yes. You got to get that up yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what the hell, I accidentally hit pause. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Pause. Uh, here we have from Matt Rudd. This is uh, his create a character that I. I liked it. It looks okay. I mean, as a kid, no. It just I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh God, I sound like when I do this to Tyler and everybody else. But uh, I like seeing something different. So as a kid, I looked. I was like, "That's pretty cool. I like that character." Just because I wanted more He-Man figures, more He-Man toys. So for me, I liked that. I mean, as an adult, some people might say oh, that kind of looks crappy or stupid. But go ahead, Nathan. Uh, I'd like to hear. I am twelve years old. You and Fisto are my favorite heroes. The best part of your Spring Magazine was to create a character. Here's my creation. I, I wish that Matt would have uh, named, named him. him. Yeah, instead of he was a good guy, bad guy, he looks like a bad guy. But yeah, I wished he would have named him too. I just thought it was cool seeing something different because we're always so used to seeing you know them draw something that is already existing so when i'd see something new it's you know 
It's eye-catching. It just catches your and eye. And not bad for 12 years old. I mean, not as good as that clawful, but, you know. I might have to see if I can find Matt Rudd seriously on Facebook. Because uh, I'd be curious to say, hey, what would you have named that guy? And then maybe I'd make an action figure for him. Wouldn't that be nice of me just to make a figure? And then Matt guy? would be like, I don't remember this. Like, oh, that's terrible. Like, hey, man. Oh, yeah, I remember that when I was a kid. I don't like that no more. You never know. You never know. But, uh, dear man. Dear he. Dear man. Dear man. Dear man, I like you because you help the good people who live on Eternia. Your friends, Oracle and Cringer, make me laugh. It's nice to have such good friends when you need help. I am six years old. And that's Kyle Mogenberg from Charlotte, Michigan. I can believe him. That's six years old. Sounds like six-year-old. I can believe that. Dear He-Man. Go ahead. I am 14, and I, re- I read your magazine faithfully. The posters are a fantastic idea. I also enjoy the puzzles and games. I wish they were more. I'm sorry, 14, and 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 you. That's. I mean, whatever. The the simple joys in life, right? Not bad. I mean, in a way, it's kind of like I could say, okay, he's kind of writing to the He-Man magazine because he mentions he likes the posters, the games. I mean, I love the posters and games too. It's at least he can say, He-Man, I like you. I'd like to go to Eternia and spend time with you, and we could play. Then we would have an issue with 14-year-old Walter. But otherwise, uh, no. That's okay. That's That's an all right one. Dear He-Man, I am nine and my sister gave me a really nice surprise. She ordered your magazine for me. She knows that I think you're the greatest. Keep up the good work protecting Eternia. And that's from Clifton Bonds, San Dimas, California. I believe that one, that's probably what that person wrote. Uh, Is that that where I come in and say, uh, San Dimas High School Football Rules? And then slam my fist. Oh, that was uh Billy Madison. No, wait, wait, no, is that Bill and Ted? Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, didn't well. What did um Billy Madison say ruled? Because there was something he said. Remember when he was saying that speech in front of the whole class, and then he didn't know what to do, and then he, I think he said something about some kind of football rules, and they all cheered. I don't care. Uh, maybe he, football. maybe yeah, he actually said. said the same line. I don't know. I need to watch Billy Madison again. I, the only, the best parts for Billy Madison for me are, uh when they're watching TV and the dog says, speak for yourself, moron. And then he's like, ah, ha, ha, oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> the part I liked was after Billy said his entire speech that I just said, and when that principal looked at him, he was like, Mr. Madison, that has to be the most insane idiotic thing. Remember, he's like, nowhere in that speech did you give anything that was cohesive. He just rambled on and on. He's like, you get no points and may God have mercy yeah. on your soul yeah. or something. And then he's like, a simple no would have did fine or something <laughs> like that. Poor Billy. Go ahead. Dear He-Man, last year for my birthday, my mom made me a He-Man cake. I have your posters on my bedroom walls. I love anything that has to do with you. That's from Stephen Haywood, Tampa, Florida. That's an eight-year-old letter. I believe that one. See, we haven't had too many things that I'm calling bullshit on so far, like those other issues. But, dear He-Man, I'm a student in the fourth grade, and I watch you on TV every day. I have a cat with yellow stripes, just like Cringer or Battle Cat. I love the great stories in your magazines. That's Buford Taylor, Mackenzie, Tennessee. That's something I think of fourth grade. See, we only got three letters left. Is there going to be one we can call bullshit on? Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go with Gregory here because he lives in Martinsville, Virginia. I'm in second grade. I want to say hello to you and Orko and Tila. Have your magazine and love the puzzles and the posters. That's, I think that that might be one of the worst letters of the bunch. Quick and bland, but it's a second grade. I mean, what was he, like seven or eight? Dear He-Man, I think Orko needs a little practice with his magic, but I still think he's cute. 
You and Tila are neat, too. I am nine years old. That's Jessica Dirksen from New Bremen or Bremen, whatever, Ohio. So that sounds real, and I guess I'll save the whiplash one for you. Uh, yeah, I, Joe, I will, I will pass it on to you. You can go ahead and read this one. Dear He-Man, I am ten years old. Here's a picture of Whiplash. The reason I made Whiplash is because he's the only one who can wrestle you for at least five minutes. The others are too weak. That's from Kristen T. Hunwardson from Dayton, Ohio. That's a bullshit letter. That's a bullshit. The your okay. contents in there. That, it might be. It might be his opinion, but it's bullshit. That's a bullshit opinion. It, it, yeah, that it could be. I mean, well, the thing is, I'm thinking he might have been inspired by Clash of Arms. Maybe he read that mini comic a lot and seeing the whooping that Whiplash was putting on Fisto. So but the other, uh, the, the others I mean, are too weak. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, this one. Eh. And for ten, I don't know how to uh, rate that drawing. That's um, it's unique. I'd have to have some of the artists, uh, like maybe Grimbot in the chat room, say. What does he think that's like for ten years I, old? Is that Whiplash? Anybody? I mean, that's probably as good as I could have done. I'm not good at oh, drawing okay. at all. Assuming you did it, probably been worse or something. But uh, hey, it's a nice stamp up there with imp at the top. Twenty-two cents in 1985 for a stamp. But I guess that's what it costs. I didn't even know. But Graham also said, "Why is imp on an attorney and postal stamp?" Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know what's weird is that's a thing that um. You know, I don't know, like, when they were having, you know, the issues with the rights and when they were making the classic figures to try to get filmation rights so they could do the filmation characters, but then sometimes there are loopholes if they had stuff in other things. Like, you know, which is why some of the, like, even the Karg, you know, being made, and we thought, oh, we'd never have Karg because they didn't have the movie rights, but they're like, oh, but he was in a Masters of the Universe magazine in one of those stories, so they could base it off of that. So with that being said, I wondered, like, let's say if at the time they didn't have the rights for filmation and couldn't do Imp, I'm like, well, not only did Imp appear here, but he appeared in some of the magazines and a lot of the coloring books as well under the Masters of the Universe banner. It's like, could that have been a loophole? But I actually don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I probably, you know what I mean? I, I, don't I know. probably would have broken it down into, like, hey, look, look at this little character. Uh, can we just put him in the magazine or coloring books? That would be fun for the kiddies, right? I, that's probably all it was. Yeah, I mean, but it was still cool to see them in things that some people forgot. It's like, well, it still is, uh, you know, it's been official. It was printed, and it wasn't under filmation. But um, he said, didn't Mattel publish this? I mean, I guess uh, Mattel, yeah, published the magazines, I'm assuming. Yeah, so they should have had the rights. It should be Mattel. Um, huh. I'm trying to look right now, just trying to see the publications. But, yeah, I, I guess it would be. I, don't know, I was just trying to look quick. But either way, yeah, I mean, I figured they're putting these out. Um, Golden was putting out all the uh, coloring books. And remember, Golden was putting out the story books as well, which is why we got Goatman. Remember, Goatman's yeah. only appearance in Secret of the Dragon's Egg. So we got Goatman. So you assume, well, Golden did a lot of those coloring books. Imp was in those. It was like, well, couldn't we have got Imp? But that's a, again, I don't know the legal thing. That's another classics figure I need to get is Goatman. Yeah, he's a cool figure. He is. It was good to finally have him after all these years. Joe, so. we're we're, fr- we're friends, right? No. Oh. We're we're just compa- uh, companions that talk on a podcast. Uh, no, I, I don't. I, I was hoping you, I was hoping friend. you would say that we were friends. Okay, we're friends. Are we best friends? Oh God, what is this leading to? Sure, we're best friends. Well, do you want to go ahead and enter in this best friend instant win sweepstakes from Willy Wonka? 
<laughs> we can win a we sure. we can win a hundred thousand dollars. Over twelve thousand over twelve thousand five hundred kids can be winners. One of them can be you. The grand prize is a two hundred and fifty dollar toy store shopping spree. There's only two of those available. First prize is a yeah, that's cheap as shit. A, Go ahead. Is a Schwinn bicycle. Second prize, a Wilson Rally Junior tennis racket. Third prize, Willy Wonka Fun Club kits and surprise. So I, I mean, let me just say this: I didn't even realize. Uh, this is really cheaper and shit. You mean the people that are putting this together, all they could afford were only two grand prizes of two hundred fifty dollars toy shopping spree i mean you couldn't have made like 10 that's all they could afford was two and then oh but i mean look at the schwinn bike i'm sure that was probably pretty pricey and they gave 40 of those away i don't know what a schwinn cost back then but i'm assuming that still had to be about 100 bucks maybe or something i don't know two of those wow you know what speaking of willy wonka i remember being so disappointed because you know the movie i think it bombed at theaters became but like the cult status got popular when it came out on uh, vhs i almost said dvd that would have made me sound like an idiot even though i'm out well anyways <laughs> so it came on vhs and everybody was renting then you'd see it on tv but the everlasting gobstopper it's like i used to think oh wow how could that be i could suck on something that had that flavor and it'd never go away because you know me licking food that i always talk about so i was fascinated about a gobstopper and a jawbreaker that never went away until then they released them they're like everlasting gobstoppers you can buy them at the stores and they were like just the circles yeah. like a regular jawbreaker and i put them in i was like oh it went away it's like it shows all when you're a kid sometimes you're so fucking gullible at least i was i thought i was gonna get something that you could just keep having forever or at least a long time and i got the stupid ass little ball jawbreakers i, I... I love gobstoppers, but I don't. I don't even think they even make these other ones. The tartan tinies and wacky wafers; those, those are long gone. I would think I haven't seen them anyway. Uh, probably. Yeah, I don't think they're anymore. Wacky wafers. You know what's weird is I feel like I might still see them. There's some specialty stores in the area, but uh, tartan tinies. I don't yeah. think they make those anymore. Damn movie! All right, but, but hey, page. like, look at that. We should just photo like someone should photoshop this put the mask on on one of them but you and me you'd have to be the uh the one with the long hair or the blonde hair? i don't know because I, I like mm. a little bit of both even though my my Somebody though it's look. funny that uh because i i saw joe's hair he, he showed us like how he needs a haircut and everything and his hair is just like blonde and as a kid my hair was like really light blonde, and then it just gradually got darker and darker, and now it's almost just like red tint to it. I guess it's always had that, or I've always had red hair, but it's just weird how that. Yeah, it's like a reddish sometimes. brown. I mean, mine. I mean, kind of like it, my lighting makes it look a lot lighter, but my hair is kind of. I mean, it's brown, dirty blonde kind of too, but you can't really tell. It's like not really easy to see. So, <laughs> eh. plus this light. Like I said, look at everything. Everything makes everything super white in here. <laughs> now you got to go to the next page, damn it. All right. See, even Andy Alsey was let down by the Gobstoppers as a kid. See, people were expecting something better. I guess. So. I guess I just and, wasn't from them. I'm just like, oh yeah, these. I mean, definitely don't don't bite on them early on because that's a good way to break a tooth but here we have orco's orth orth orco's earth report there we go say that five times fast 
this did nothing for me. What I seen is like, I don't care. I do not watch baseball. What? I do not watch oh, tennis. I was like, I don't care about this. I was like, with basketball, I like basketball, but it was such a quick clip anyways. Like, that's it. Because the thing is, I loved, I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and I used to always try to imitate his sky hook because he had a unique way he would do. It wasn't just a hook shot. It was the sky hook, and I liked that. But otherwise, like, this whole page sucks. Oh, come on, but, Joe. Like, you, you're trying to sit here and tell me that you don't give a shit about Dave Winfield? Outfielder for the New York Yankees, Dave Winfield. I don't know him. I don't know the. I don't know the tennis player guy. That's John McEnroe, man. John McEnroe was like notorious for uh, getting really pissed off at like the uh, line judges. So when they'd say it was out, he would just like break his racket and shit and get in their face and yell at them all the time. He was awesome. That's terrible. Somebody has a bad temper. I couldn't even picture that. That's that's amazing. Somebody has a bad temper. Not not us. (laughs) But this was yeah, not at all. But this was also too. with the the NBA Finals, this is Lakers and Celtics. These guys fa- that was that was the that rivalry was, back. That in the was day, the but... rivalry, the only one yeah, really. Yeah. It seemed like, and then this was kind of strange. I thought uh, it just because of uh, the the how this was back in the day. But when I would watch baseball on TV, it was primarily like here's the Atlanta Braves on TBS. But any other time, if it was Fox or ESPN. It was a weekend game. So to see like Monday night baseball, which is kind of strange, but I imagine that that was a takeoff from the off season when football wasn't in play. It's like Monday night baseball, dun, 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 dun. but it's cool. They really Monday night baseball. Yeah. yeah that's kind of weird that they, they did that. Hmm. All right. Did I just say, look, God, Monday night baseball. Hey, Zentron. How you doing, buddy? Opal? Moving on right. to the next page. Uh, for movies, we have The Black Cauldron, which I think is an underrated Disney movie. That, that Disney sort of just swept that one under the rug. Like, they don't give a shit about it. I think I think that's a great movie. These books, obviously, I have not checked out. And then they, they kind of talk about Secret of the Sword right here very briefly. Which is, the, of course, the only thing I'm excited about, too. I mean, uh, Black Cauldron, I'll admit, I might have seen that once when I was a kid, so I, I don't even remember it don't even remember it and that's probably sad to say and it's probably gonna upset everybody here but yeah but then these other things with these books and these little trumpets or whatever with a little rabbit or i didn't care about that it was just oh hey you're talking about he-man and shiro anytime i'd see pieces of art it just get me excited so uh that's the only thing that meant anything to me and and that is just uh, about he-man and shiro andy elsie's but black cauldron yeah maybe oh, i was ahead. gonna say andy elsie when i was a kid i would see it was about sports and skip that page how dare you not give the respect to Dave Winfield, outfielder of the New York Yankees. Yeah, and the guy with the tennis racket. How could you it's, not give yeah. respect to him? Yeah, John. Son of a gun. At least, oh, uh, yeah. You can for Larry Bird, though, and Kareem Abdul Jabbar, though. It's the only good thing in this whole entire sports section is just seeing those two right there. But otherwise, yeah, the tennis guy and the baseball guy. Oh, here we go. Uh, my next favorite part of all of these, these flipping through the issue that we do. Here we have Joe Hansen. Honesty rewarded. He is your he-man of this issue. And, Joe, I'll, I'll let you read that if you'd like. You sure you don't want to? I mean, you picked on this poor kid. You know, he could only afford his school photo to send in that you just ragged on, where I told you. The kid might have been dirt poor. His mom and dad didn't have a camera. They couldn't afford to take any other pictures. And then you're pissing all over this his, poor kid because all he could send in was his. And his shirt looks tight on him, too. It looks like it's. It, Let me get. I'm going to stick up for Joe yeah, like here. That's a good name, by the way. Is it, though? Oh, right, here we go. Is it? Yeah, he man. Yes, it is. It's great. This is the honesty rewarded. And this is Joe Hansen. Joe Hansen of South. Elgin, Illinois, is our terrific He-Man of the issue. 
Joe's father works for a limousine company. Oh, wait, he might be rolling high. He should have a fucking camera. Now I'm starting to go against you, Joe. Let me wait. I'll, I got to keep going. Well, anyways, he works for a limousine company driving passengers to and from a nearby airport. One day, on his way to return the car, Mr. Hansen stopped at home and offered Joe a ride. Since he usually rides around on his bicycle, Joe jumped at the chance. Little did Joe know that his first ride in a limousine would be such an adventure. As he rode along, Joe glanced down at the seat beside him. He was surprised to find a wallet, obviously uh, obviously left by one of the previous passengers. When Joe looked inside the wallet, he was amazed. The wallet contained over $1,000. Joe and his father immediately returned the wallet to the limousine company. They knew that the man who lost the wallet would be upset when he found it missing. A few days later, Joe was, was in for another surprise. The grateful passenger had contacted Mr. Hansen and gave him a small package for Joe. John wrapped his package and found a $100 reward. Joe never expected a reward for being honest. He has always known that returning something to its owner is simply the right thing to do. Congratulations to Joe for his he-man judgment and honesty. See, he's not poor anymore, Joe. He's got $100. You know, Joe, I... Maybe maybe he <laughs> can go buy a new shirt. Yeah, Joe, it's like, son of a gun. If if your father, first, he runs this limousine company, or not runs it, I'm sorry, works for it. It's he's for, a driver. It's you drug know, he's get... trafficking, Joe. That's probably and what you it know is. He, a th- it that dude be, had $1,000 just in his wallet. $1,000? You know he's getting crazy tips. His dad is getting crazy tips. So definitely you have the money to where you could have had your parents bought a Joe, camera. They probably hang, had hang a camera. Could have took a better picture. Oh, go ahead. Hang on. Let, let's, right, a limousine company in Elgin, Illinois? Really? Come on. Like, maybe if it was California out in, like, Los Angeles or something, I could understand. But El- well, El- El- Elgin, in Elgin. Elgin. Well, around the airport in Elgin, they got $1,000. I mean, the guy's rolling with $1,000 in a wallet. You know, he's got money. Airport people are always loaded with money. But um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying, buying it. $1,000. That's, that's, that's a lot of money. I'm thinking that, you know, he just, hey, Dad, tell me if you got, you know, the wallet back here. And they're like, son, look inside to see if there's any money. He looks like, oh, no, it's like $5. Oh, never mind. Oh, I guess we'll just return it anyways. And he never got a return. I mean, he never got a reward or a package or a prize. But, yeah, I guess he could have had a better picture because now that I think about it, your dad had money and you could have afforded something better than the school picture where you're looking like a deer in the headlights. So, Joe, I, I was for you. Now I'm kind of against you, but – I guess Joe's still okay. I think it's. I can't put him down completely. It's, it's a good it's name. It's another. It's another bullshit letter. It has to be. <laughs> what? I'm What's sorry. Chat room, look it up and find this guy. Really did it. There will be a newspaper clipping. Who did that last time? Was it JSP who researched yeah. and found the real newspaper clip? Well, she's like, um, guys, actually, here's the clip from the newspaper. Joe really did. It's like a son of a bitch. Andy Yelsey says it's pronounced Elgin. Oh, I'm sorry. I am sorry, Elgin. I'm a moron, Andy. Remember, I can't pronounce stuff too good. Are you sure, though? So, because there, there's a, a professional wrestler that has a last name similar to that. and they, and, Yeah, and they say Elgin. Well, you know, yeah. potato, potato, tomato, yeah. oh, whatever. Andy Elsie says <laughs> he was born there. So, <laughs> hey, all right. Well, there oh, you go. Were, okay, you were, were there he limousine companies a thing? I didn't think that that was just... A th- maybe it was more so back in the 80s but and i guess 
I'm surprised Andy wasn't best friends with this guy because of all the shit that Andy owns and brags about and has. So I'm surprised him and Joe weren't best buddies. That's my buddy Joe. Well, maybe it was Andy's uh, dad who had the thousand dollars in his wallet. No, can picture that whatever he said but all right let's get to the next thing we won't have to read this whole story because oh, yeah. this one is just too much damn dialogue and some of the pictures were always strange but i'll wait till you get it up there because i am missing stuff this is because the posters being out this is how my magazine went oh okay so i don't have that whole thing with joe it's not in my magazine anymore just my good ripped back cover and stuff and yeah all right well, here we have the legend of Hordak, and it's essentially Tila asking Man at Arms, uh, "Tell me the story." So you just get like a brief, quick thing of, "Hey, he was here. Uh, him and Skeletor hung out, and yeah, yeah and like you said, he taught I mean, him well, we were saying like earlier, yeah, it's, uh, she's gonna find out some stuff. Figured why wouldn't she question? It's a quick way of saying a story, like especially when he brings up somebody, you figure she'd be like, wait, now who's that? Unless we're supposed to be, you know, under the impression that uh, maybe she already knew about some parts, but I doubt it. But the cool thing is, it was a different look for Hordak. We're having a cape and had a shield, and, and of course, anytime you see Modulox, pretty cool. But you find out, of course, Skeletor being is like you know number one pupil, like we already kind of knew, but. As it advances, yeah, you'll see what happens. It was kind of weird seeing the Skeletor with just kind of, yeah. I don't know, the, the design is different, but <laughs> yeah, but it was, it's still different. Yeah. But look at Modulok in the background. Check him out right there. Sitting behind Lee, just a cool character right there. I thought overall, like, for the magazine, uh, Skeletor being naked aside, like, the art in this isn't that bad at all oh no no i didn't mind the art it's, it's still fine but there you see about him taking adora of course and then you know skeletor sealing the gate behind him so he could trap him there but you know this is when i thought wouldn't tila say wait adam has a sister and or you know been shocked about it if she did not know about a sister i figured that would be a pretty big thing you just heard there's princess adora Unless, again, you want to say there are under the impression she already knows of Adora, but now she's hearing the story again, but that doesn't make sense. So, still, cool-looking art. Nice little fun, I guess, quick little story, but it was their way of kind of getting Hordak into these little stories that you get in the magazines and popping up. Still kind of okay, though. It wasn't too bad. I'm, I'm going back to the chat again where Andy Elsie says that Elgin was right on the interstate leading to the airport, and high school kids like to rent out limos for proms. I think, uh, yeah, I, I guess it's just me thinking... Because around here, that was just, I feel like, never been a thing with limo companies. And having that around, that probably uh, just where I live and then the, the time. At the time, that was probably a huge, maybe it's still a thing. I don't know. Look at that He-Man, Nathan, was... still thinks that. I, I said for the most part, the the art looked okay. I didn't, <laughs> you I didn't know he's going to dig into you. you know, he, he's got to do that. He's got to do it. The only two things I remember drawing from this sketch pad, which, again, I don't have here because it's, well, I don't have it no more. I remember trying Oracle and Skeletor a lot. My Skeletor would always come out really horrible. You know, horrible. Well, Oracle I mean, wasn't too bad. There's not much to live up to because the Skeletor on this page is actually quite Already horrible, too. Bad. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. So is Grayskull. Grayskull yeah. scared the shit out of me. Ranger's pretty good, but I like drawing Orko. So Orko would come out pretty okay, but yeah, I wasn't a super fan of that. I liked how they tried to, you know, show you the basics of shapes to do this to then flesh stuff out, but nah. <laughs> yeah. I, that, that's a it, fucking cracked out Castle Grayskull there, though. If it would have been better about it, I, I should have just had like a, a sketch pad here and tried to draw them myself. Yeah, well. 
it would have been awkward because I would have had to have been like, oh, well, let me put the, the microphone or microphone, the camera right here. It just, and I wouldn't have been able to. I'll tell you what you should do. You, you should have had a piece of paper, get a piece of uh, I, paper yeah. and get a pencil, no. draw, show it, draw, show it, and then just show the progression. Uh, I'm not, I'm yeah, not good at drawing. Even, even like these shitty ones here. It would, it would... <laughs> Learn how to draw <laughs> characters poorly. Yeah. That's what, that's what I, they should have called that. Yeah, Grim, you got to give it to Oracle. That's not bad, though. That's pretty good for showing some basic shapes. And even Cringer's not bad. But, yeah, um, not Castle Grayskull and Skeletor. That's some crazy stuff. Maybe I'll uh, see what I can do with it. Maybe put it on Facebook or use it as an avatar. Uh, I, all right, what's the next page? I, I didn't uh, – I'll be honest. I didn't read this story at all to prep. So, Joe, you would probably have to take the lead on that because other than seeing the rabbits coming out of a hat and we have – laughing prince adam well everyone's laughing actually and looking happy i have no idea what is going on here i'll be honest it's been so long since i read the story i couldn't remember the whole premise i just know that i hated hold on i hate this page i hated how dirt man it all looked yeah i i did not like it so this one just it, it never damn look at my magazine falling apart before my very eyes hold on i try to get it back together I don't remember the whole story. That's something that we could always save for another episode where we actually read the story and discuss it to say, was it any good? But I was not a super fan. And and the thing showing Spike or holding Orko up, it's, well, I'll wait till we get to that page. Wait, are we, did you, I, well, I'm, what the fuck is this? Oh, it'll be the next yeah, page yeah. after Orko. Yeah, that's what I'll mention is, it's how when we were watching Filmation episodes and I'd say, how is Orko falling? He floats what's going on and i always pick with tyler like um yeah orco could just fly right up there and get out of the way you don't always do it just to fucking poke tyler to annoy him but you're gonna see in this one next page you'll see spike or on top of snake mountain holding orco like like he's holding like oh i could drop him and he would you know fall or he dives like but orco floats yeah. and plus orco could just disappear but man, yeah, yeah that, that part know. of it makes no sense and man at arms looks I hated that. I hated that look. I, mean, I was like, I don't like Joe, it. Joe, honestly, if if you clean, if you could clean that, just man in arms, if you can clean that up a little bit and put it on a shirt, I might buy it just because it looks so stupid. Would you? I think I would. Okay. I really think I would. Just because he's like, right, he's I... just like, eh. I'll try to redraw it as on my own. Do something. And, yeah, I'll get that on a shirt for you. Yeah, I can do that. People would be like, That's what? Crazy. People would be like, what the fuck are you wearing? Like, just out in public. <laughs> I love it because it's so stupid looking like you're probably wearing that like hell yeah <laughs> it makes no sense <laughs> that is just a horrible pose and look but i'll do that for you and then yes that is a poorly that's a really weird looking snake mountain agreed grim that is um that's strange as hell i don't even know what's happening there it's like the whole goofy face that i like picking on that looks like alpha that i say the muppet face it's not even on there but uh that's um yeah, it's definitely unique. Like, you could see that man at arms being on a shirt, and it has some stupid saying underneath, like "Mondays." Am I right? If you want me to do no. it, do you want that? No, I can don't, say don't put the words on there. I think the picture just needs to speak for itself. Okay, all right, you got it. You got it. So, what a terrible. <laughs> nah, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's uh yeah it's interesting. Some of the other things were kind of okay. Maybe not when Skeletor is getting thrown in the tree, though. He-Man throws him in a tree trunk. And, of course, they purposely... I gotta wait till you get to that page when you start I'll, I'll that I'll just band. go ahead and flip it to it. And Yeah, because yeah, that part... 
that made me always laugh as a kid. I'm laughing right now because you knew what's coming up. There's purposely a hole in one spot and another. And, of course, Skeletor's head there. His arm's there. But he's being thrown like he's a cannonball, how he lands perfectly into that tree trunk. Uh, Yeah, when you get to that page, dear God. It's It's not as bad as that man at arms, though. I know, but it's so stupid that he's falling perfectly, all folded up like a ball, and lands right in that spot perfectly with the head and the arm sticking out. It's like, I don't even know how that could be possible. His arm would have been broke going in there, but whatever. But there, there's your fun story of whatever the hell that was. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have uh, We probably should have actually read that. Yeah, yeah. we'll do that some other time. Uh, we have the Secret Wars advertisement, which has been in the other magazines that we've already talked about before. And then we have the hidden hero. Someone is hiding in Eternian Forest by blending into the trees and flowers. He can spy on Skeletor, Webstore, and the other evil ones. And I still still have my... Damn, that page is going to fall off before this episode's over. Come on, Joe, keep it together. I actually still have my fold, so I'm going to fold it. Just so you know, I'm not bullshitting. I mean, I still have my fold. But let's see. I like putting that over to where... Shit, let me do this before I knock everything over. And it's Mossman's there. I used to get a kick out of those fold the page things or rip the back of the page cover like I'm doing right now. Let me get this over there without turning things off. Damn, Joe, fold this motherfucker. I'm sorry, you can keep talking before I break some shit. There it is. Okay. Try to get it together nice and good and not knock everything over. And, uh, see, you can see it's Mossman, see? Fold the crotch together. Can you see? Yeah, I, I can mostly just see Mossman's crotch. Bring it down a little more. All right, let me pull it down. There you go. There you go. There you go. So there, Mossman's face and body. So yeah, I always like those things. So that was kind of cool. Damn, ripping this fucker up. Okay, there. Easy back job. to normal. Yeah, it's still pretty cool. You got uh, Skeletor in there, and you got Webstore in there in the middle. So kind of. Did cool. you have there the you com- Did you have the computer pun? Filled out the computer pot. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Where's that at? Are you missing that page? You might be missing that page. Hold on. Oh no no, oh, I'm sorry. I got it. And yes, I uh, damn page. It's gonna go. It's gonna go. I'm surprised you didn't Hold like on. tape I... that back together. Okay, yeah. I I filled them all out. I'm hoping I got them all right. But you can see my terrible penman. Well, well, let's ship. just go one by one here. The skin of an orange okay. is called a what, Joe? The skin of an orange is called a peel. P-E-E-L. <laughs> Number two, the hard part inside of a peach is called a... Pit. P-I-T. My God, that's terrible penmanship. Go ahead. A giraffe has a very long what? N-E-C-K. Neck. <laughs> the letter of the <laughs> alphabet between D and F is... E. <laughs> a-, a witch wears a tall, pointed what? H-A-T, hat. If the sign on a door doesn't say pull, it probably says... Don't open this fucking door. No, it says push, P-U-S-H. After you put on your socks, you put on your underwear. Shoot. Shoot, S-H-O-E. Now, what did I fuck up here? Because they then have to decode at the bottom. It says, question, how does Teal call Prince Adam? Answer, she picks up the... Tell F. What the hell did I tell? Tell telephone. But what? I still don't think I got it right after all these years. What did I do wrong? <laughs> oh, 
hold on a second. I got. Tell me if you can. What you can see? If oh shit, it's gonna be blurry probably. Can you even see letters or no? Uh, lift it up just a little bit. I'm trying to see what direction to do it. Uh... All right. Well, I'll take what I got. I was like, she picks up the telephone, but why is that not fitting in right? What did I do wrong? I got um. T E L E P H. Then on number 20, I scribbled it out for some reason. And on 21, I put O. 22, I put N. 23, I put E. Because. Well, I mean, what did I... we'll flip it upside, flip just... it upside down because the answer's there in the bottom right corner. Oh, son of a bitch. I don't even know. She picks up the. Oh! Nathan, holy shit, after all these years, you just made me read something I've never seen. It's called the telephone. Uh, I was trying to just be common uh, sense. So great. I said she picked up the... T- Is this not real? I was thinking, oh, it's just got to be telephone. And so when I wrote this, I'm going to scan it later and show it on the Fans of Power pa- Facebook page of how it still looks. This has never been right all these years because I was confused. And you just told me it was there. I've never looked. The telephone. I just... Oh my I, God, I, I just... I get I give him the softballs and he still just swings and misses. Thirty five years later, is that not unreal? Well, I, I, I mean, Joe, it's there in the title. Bit. Computer pun. Come on. But I was a moron. I still am. Back then, I didn't get it. How did I never solve this? And thirty five years later, I finally got the answer, and it was sitting right there underneath. Holy shit. Yeah, I know Zen Brown, my goodness. What the fuck? How did I never get that and never seen that there? All these years I have this incoherent telephone that I was putting letters and mixing. I was like, I don't get it, and scratching shit off. Oh, my God. Thank you for that, Nathan. I actually needed that. That's fucking great. I mean, to be fair, too, uh, I, I couldn't really see the answer at the bottom. I was just kind of assuming that it had to be the play on words and it was telephone, but, no, but, but for you, you to figure it out all you, on your own like that, that's pretty good. Shut up. No, but I mean, for you to even suggest it, it's like, why didn't I look? I always would look at the bottom of the pages for the answers on the things. Why did I never notice that? Oh my God, I'm dumber than I fucking thought. Wow. Shit. Well, okay. Well, hey, we got a beautiful picture uh, promoting, of course, Secret of the Sword, where mine is, as you can see, it's it's had better years, but um, it, it's still there, and uh, I always love seeing that. I, I would constantly, I love looking at the pictures, like oh god, and even after seeing the movie and watching, it's like this is still so fucking cool. It was just I, man, it was it was like he man had a sister just as strong as he is, and it was just cool as shit. But yeah, yeah, I still got it. And then to one up Willy Wonka with post cereal, you can win all you can haul. Hell yeah, now that was a dream. I, I loved how they put that Castle Grace. I used to just fantasize about going to Toys R Us and just winning a shopping spring, grabbing as much shit as possible. I thought, God, it'd be a dream, but is that not a collaboration of just 80s goodness yeah. of seeing Gremlin stuff and Castle Grayskull? And then fucking, well, a, a nice good box TV, I'm assuming. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, that's probably about a third. Uh, that actually looks like, instead of a TV, that sort of... The way stuff's sitting on it, it sort of looks like a computer. Well, the thing is, I never owned a... Yeah, because look at the side of it. Yeah. I don't know. That, what that the, might be that like exactly. one of those... Uh, I, I'm not... Commodores or yeah, something? Yeah, I'm, I'm not as familiar with like the sort of the computer-based video games back during the time, but I know that they had very variations of 
different shit. But and hell, and those good, those cool, like I said, board games, Jungle Hunt. Like I said, not just a, a video game, but board games. But Yars Revenge, my man, I love playing some Yars Revenge. Good God, look at this goodness, man. God damn, those were the days, weren't they? Look at that cereal. That was when it had better flavor. Is but, Alphabets uh, still even a thing? I'm assuming it has to be. I haven't I, seen I it. I haven't but seen Alphabets in a while, but I haven't really looked for it either. 100 Lucky Kids went shopping sprees. $1,000 max, so that's already better than the 250 At their favorite that, Toys R Us store, 1,000 kids yeah. could win a Huffy bicycle or would win and fifty thousand kids will win a toys r us t-shirt man see they weren't playing around those are real prizes unlike that yeah that my god look at everything they're giving that's that's what i mean so for the other one to give two two hundred fifty dollars like oh that's great it could just spare it cheap bastards (laughs) well now on all right well we we got the the posters here at the end so you get some exclusive scenes from the animated movie the secret of the sword which I which, I'll which I guess with you cause I, if we're going, this came out earlier in the summertime, and they were saying September for this, then this would have been like, oh wow, look at this. That's cool. Yeah. But no, remember though the movie though, but the movie was in theaters in March. Oh, so okay. So it came. Yeah. So we already know. Either way, but, for people for TV though, you know, yes, I see what but you. But you think yeah. about it, like, well, how well did it do at the box office? How wide of a release I, was I, it? I don't know. For a kid, I was just like amazed to go and see it i mean it was amazing i didn't know about box office reports and how it did back then i just know oh my god i'm seeing he-man in the theaters i was like losing my shit as a kid just going nuts like i'm gonna see he-man on the big screen what a moment that was i was at northtown mall i remember that theater too standing in line with my sister because my mom she dropped us off so my sister was there basically as babysitting me she hated he-man and when the movie was over because when you stand in line they were giving you free copies of the comic book secret of the sword so right when the movie was over she said here I always remember saying it. She just gave me her copy too, so I still got those two copies of Secret of the Sword, mine and hers. She didn't care about no He-Man this year. She just knew she was there to watch her younger brother at the theaters, make sure everything was okay, and then get picked up after the movie. Well, I, I found some information. Release date March twenty second, nineteen eighty five. It grossed seven million, seven point six million at the box office domestically. So might have been good for whatever. I mean, I don't know. But... Well, it says like. In the in release part, it says 1,015 days or 145 weeks. And I know that movies had a tendency to linger around in movie theaters a lot longer than they have in the last, I don't know, 25 years. But that seems like a long time for that to... That part, that part of it seems inaccurate. But 7.6 million, that's, that's pretty good. Good. Huh. Yeah, good old days. Those were the days, man. So I guess if you guys had a couple questions you can go ahead and uh, shoot them here it doesn't have to be nothing major because you know this was just a quick bonus episodes anyways but um oh and andy alsey said he saw that movie in elgin <clears throat> he saw that in elgin illinois elgin. i'm gonna say elgin i'm gonna say elgin I don't, i'm saying elgin i call bullshit i don't care if you grew up there it's elgin to me <laughs> uh sorry for your loss man zen brown. oh i just zen brown i'm sorry i just seen your post and sorry for your loss for your dad back then man that's I know that'd be rough. Yeah, that's that's never, but, never good. What way to way yeah. to bring it down, Joe? Yeah, I was like, geez, I was like, I'm sitting there, I'm shitting all over Andy, and then Zen Brown did that. And I was like, okay, now I feel weird if I was trying to joke, but he knows how I am, so I'm gonna just shit back on Andy again in his uh, shitty city. Uh, so, yeah, Grim Two says Black Calder made twenty one point three million, and that was a flop. But yeah, I mean, wow. uh, 
I think th- that's <laughs> apples and oranges. I feel like because uh, you have a Disney film, the budget. That's a big production, yeah. probably a lot more budget. Yeah. JSP said that it did better than Transformers the movie. Huh. I didn't know that. What the hell did Transformers the movie make? I thought that would have been like gangbusters. If anything, I was like, man, Transformers the movie probably went nuts. So look that up, Nathan. I'm curious to see what the hell that made. Uh, it had a budget of, well, Wikipedia is conflicting, a budget of six, five to six million, but its box office was only 5.8 million. So yeah, I would... Oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah, that did flop. Yeah. All right, I feel good well, now. Damn it. Well, you got to think right. that most of that too is probably that initial way people saw it. Spoilers, everybody. Optimus dies. Kids are upset. Parents are like, I'm not taking my kids to that. Who knows? Um, I don't know. I just figured. I know Transformers. How damn popular that was and still is today. So um, there you go. So uh, He Man might not win on a lot of other things when it comes to stuff, but damn it, they won back there in the box office. So He Man was a champ. How about that? <laughs> Let me see. Uh, for wait, Black Cauldron was in production for a full ten years, much yeah. larger budget than Secret of the Sword. Wow, I damn ten years. Good God, I didn't know that. Well, thanks for that info, Andy. I guess you do know some things once in a while. <laughs> but uh, okay, well, how do you want to wrap it up, Nathan? Before we wrap this sucker up, anything else you want to say? Uh, I appreciate you guys joining us live. Those of you that catch this after after the fact, I hope you enjoyed this bonus edition of us flipping through a magazine and. Uh, the second time in a row that we've read the letter and thought it was bullshit and it's probably not because we have of course there's someone in the chat that can dispute it or fact check us jspc you can find out the real truth we want to find out the truth hey rebecca cox how you doing yeah that horde poster is badass all those posters were damn awesome anything your own norm would draw like these draw things something you think would be the most ridiculous thing in the world looks great but you're right that is an awesome poster and you see in the background you see Modulock? You see him back there, and he's holding the other head? So just want to point that out again, in case you guys see. Oh, and there's Imp, too. But, uh, yeah, there's Modulock. Uh, this is easily, <sighs> easily my favorite piece of art within the magazines. It is badass. <laughs> Grimbot said, did you, never mind. He said, did you know the magazine was published by Alcala? It's an inside joke. There's just, uh, yeah. But uh, thank you for that, Grim. I appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, for anybody that is new to this channel, make sure you like, subscribe, share, ring the bell. We are really glad you joined us here for, like you said, it was an early, it was a different episode. It was something just, uh, yeah, we didn't expect. That's why I always say make sure you subscribe and ring that bell so you can be notified when we go live. That's why I always stress it because you don't know when it's going to happen. You get bonus stuff like this. Yeah. So until next time, have a powerful day. I don't have trivia. I was thinking about it yesterday. Usually do a wrestling thing. I know. Thing. I was thinking about it and I, yesterday, actually. I was like, uh, I should do wrestling trivia. And then, like, didn't think about it again and totally forgot about it. Maybe I can pop something off in my head. Uh, Wait a Okay. Minute. All right. I got. I think I got one for you that I haven't asked you before. Okay. Later on, of course, when there was the simulcast when WWF bought WCW. Simulcast, of course. You would have uh, characters, the same person on both shows. But it did also happen one other time prior. There was an episode of Raw and Nitro. Was that where Rick Rude was on, uh, too? I knew something! Finally! My God, I got one of his tributes. Because uh, they... Well, Raw, back in the day... Went from was well, yeah, went from before early on. They would have one live show, and then I think there were probably three, four that they put in the can. But as 
the Monday Monday Night Wars progressed, it was a live show, then a tape show. Live show, tape show. So they would film two shows at one one venue. And it just so happens that Rick Rude, still with DX, I think he I think he had full beard on, was there, and then he left, and then the next that next week he was on Nitro and he had shaved and kept his signature mustache. I think either that or he was completely clean shaved. I won't say he kept the mustache. And then, well, I at least got something they, right in Zen Brown that was not a good guess. I knew it's Zen Brown. That's why I said it so quick. So, so that, give me some damn credit, man. I finally got one. And, and also, <laughs> check out all the links down below. When Joe puts up that man at arms on 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 his T Public site, go buy one of those because that man at arms just Hell looks yeah. ridiculous. It's gonna happen. I'm redrawing that sucker, recoloring. Gonna just get it up there. And yes, you order it. And anybody else can order it, and we can all represent the weirdest look for man at arms well one of them because i'm sure grim will be like well joe did you see this grim will probably try to top it no that man at arms is strange as hell so and i'm glad you liked uh us doing this masters universe fan number one yeah it brings back a lot of good memories that's why we like doing this it's just something different you know to just dedicate an episode to just one of the magazines it's always fun. yeah and so. we have uh quite a few more that we can do down the road Definitely. which we look Definitely. forward to doing and i guess we'll see you guys sunday for that mega super show with james and danielle i think we're still on there track for that right i haven't talked to james at all yes we are okay all right so see you guys sunday <laughs>